This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the owner and publisher of Retail Insider Media, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Hello, everyone. Now, in this podcast episode, I was reflecting on our latest Yorkdale expansion news, and it got me thinking about these brand-specific world of concessions or shop-and-shop retail pop-ups where a brand will have all of their offerings across their whole retail spectrum in one spot. Now, the whole idea of a department store is to be able to go browse through a bunch of different brands of one specific thing. It could be looking at all the different women's shoes, for example, or let's say looking at the different coffee makers. So, Craig, when you have these pop-ups or world of concessions in a department store, I was wondering what your thought was on these brand-specific activations that are plunked into department stores that seems to be going against the whole department store philosophy where you should have things kind of grouped together in categories. So, what's your thought? Yes, yes. I mean, the world of concessions, I think, and this is such a good question. Thank you for asking it, Lee, because I think it can build some confusion if a person can walk into Holt Renfrew and they know what brand they want to buy, like it's like, this is my Gucci day. I, I want an outfit. Yeah, you can walk into the Gucci store and you're going to be able to pick out your shoes and your bag and your clothing and jewelry and whatever else they've got in there. And that goes for, you know, Dior and other brands as well. But yeah, typically how it would work with, a, a, say, a department store or say you go to, a, I don't know, a Neiman Marcus store in the United States because they don't do these world of concessions in the same way. You would have a, say, a concession or a boutique area. We'll say concessions for all intents and purposes for handbags. So you're going to have a handbag area and it's like, yeah, I want to go shop for a handbag. I'm going to go to the handbag area. And then I want to buy a dress. I'm going to go to the clothing area. And, uh, you know, we've got, we see concessions for shoes in some of these really snazzy, bigger stores, including a few in Holt Renfrew, like Chanel has a concession in, in Vancouver for only shoes. Exactly. That's the idea behind it, the department store concept. Yeah. It makes more sense if you have a department store or a store that has different sections for different, you know, shoes and bags to have these separate shops in there. Now, in contrast, what about the world of? Now, the world of concessions is a way for these brands to really just showcase everything in one spot. Uh, say you want to match a, a bag to some shoes or, or create an entire outfit. Yeah, you can do that in the world of concession. But I think it's creating confusion, or at least it's not quite as convenient for a shopper saying, well, now I want to buy a dress or a, a guy wanting to buy, I don't know, an outfit, maybe a hoodie and some <laughs> ripped jeans or something uh. that are over $1,000 each. And... Uh, and what do you think the end effect or result of putting these world of concessions in the middle of a department store? Yeah, I think it blurs the lines between department store and shopping center because when you have a world of concession, uh, it really is just a, a brand that's been plopped in in its entirety in one spot. And, uh, you know, it's great for the brand if, if it's strong enough to be able to support that business model and bring consumers in and say, you know, I'm buying everything Burberry or, you know, being able to see everything in one area as opposed to having to walk around the store and find your, you know, Burberry shoes and your Burberry bags and your Burberry trench coats and your Burberry, whatever, you know, like having to go to different parts of the stores for the brand. But, uh, but no, I, that's, it's something I've been thinking about recently as well. You know, is this world of concession situation best for these brands? Well, I think it's best for the brand. Like they have a lot of obscure stuff that wouldn't necessarily fit into a specific department in a department store. So it's, yeah, it's good for the brand, but maybe not for the department store. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's best for the brands, but is it best for the store like Holtz? Uh, probably, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, it's different from what you see at Neiman Marcus. You go to the American uh, department stores, like say, I don't know, a Nordstrom in Seattle, 
they've got a Chanel shop on the main floor, which is bags and I think some shoes and stuff, but it's not the full ready to wear. You have to go upstairs for that ready to wear boutique. And that's quite common, I think, with, say, even just, we'll say, Chanel with these American stores, whether or not it's a Saks Fifth Avenue in a big city uh, or a Neiman Marcus or a, a Nordstrom. Typically, these are going to be spaced out more like a department store. But Holt Renfrew is is almost taking a model you see in, in Asia or, or, you know, even a shopping center model. And in some cases, you know, ha- having these world of concessions with everything in it just being, you know, plopped down in prime real estate. So. Uh, at the same time, it is pretty cool to walk through a store and have all of these world of concessions. But uh, yeah, like and I'm not discounting it or, or I'm not slamming this in any way whatsoever. I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for Holt Renfrew, and I, I re- I'm just very impressed with a lot of things. But I don't know the, the world of concession thing remains to be seen how successful it is if these concessions end up just stepping out and opening their own stores. So we'll see how it goes over the next few years. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I find this stuff fascinating. I mean, you got me excited with that question, Lee. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Well, what I find that I love about the department store model is I have ungangly long arms. So it's really difficult for me to find a long sleeve shirt that fits me in the length of my arm, but then it also fits me in the torso. So normally they either fit length in the sleeve and then I'm swimming in the midsection on it. So if I wander into a world of concession or one of these independent standalone um, brand stores, if I try on one shirt that's long sleeve and it's like halfway down my forearm, I know that brand is pretty much a write off for anything that's a long sleeve. Right. So I love the idea of either going to a thrift store, which has all the brands together or a department store, which has all the brands together so I can try the different brands. So if this brand is too short in the sleeve, then I can try the next one. And if I find a brand or two that is fitting me in the length, then I know that that brand is one to potentially go with right so at that point i've already purchased the item from the department store but then i'd keep that in mind for later down the road for going to the world of or going to the standalone store that they would potentially have right so for me that's why both have a place but why i typically start out with the department store because sometimes even the brands change their methodology on how they actually do their their fitting at the end of the day yeah yeah that makes sense in, ter- in terms of sizing or just even the product itself you know it's, if i if i want to go and uh, buy a pair of sneakers or something uh, or i'm thinking of a of a young gentleman i know that we i, I mentor he uh, you know needed some sneakers one time and it's going to be a lot easier to go to an area with a bunch of shoes and pick stuff out than saying i got to go to all <clears> these <throat> boutiques and maybe they'll have some great yes. shoes. I don't know. What does Fendi have today? You know, what, <laughs> what does Prada have today? You know, you got to go from shop to yes. shop and look around. It's not as convenient, but no. I, 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 you know, I understand what the brands are doing, but is it, is it a, the best shoppable experience for consumers? I don't know. I want to talk feel- to some consumers about that. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be, but some may prefer it. You know, it, it really depends. I mean, some people just know their brands and they're like, I, I'm a Givenchy guy. That, that's what I wear. And, and maybe that works, but uh, I, I think it really depends. And, and maybe this works more for women as well. Women may know the brands more, but a lot of guys now are also uh, uh, getting in on this. I mean, I mean, we've seen men's fashion just explode yeah. in terms of sales and popularity and, and men have become more fashion forward. I've seen that over my lifetime for sure. I've seen stores years ago where the men's departments were basically just an afterthought. You go into a Saks Fifth Avenue and, uh, you know, you might have a little corner in one floor of a store. I'm just remembering the one in Minneapolis, which had a few sweaters and a few other things way back in the day. And uh, now you go to a Saks Fifth Avenue and say a downtown store like Chicago, you got one or two floors dedicated to menswear or even in downtown Toronto. 
you know, much, much more comprehensive and you get all kinds of, you know, brands and, you know, things. It, it's just anyways, menswear has definitely taken off. There's no question mm. there. And that's certainly during my lifetime, I've observed that. Well, and just to kind of touch upon that, you know, customer experience or shopping experience aspect. For me, if I go into like the Levi's store, that standalone or the world of Levi's, um, to try on some jeans and find out that nothing fits because my thighs are large and it's nothing against the brand. It's just now I've wasted everyone's time, including myself, going all the way to the Levi store just to be able to try on their jeans and nothing fits. So uh, I find that then going to True Religion or Frank and Oak or whatever the case may be is just a poor shopping experience for me. And I feel like I'm just being judged for wasting everyone's time and walking out with nothing. So for me, I love the idea of being able to try all these different brands just to see what fits for me this season, right? And then either buying it at the department store or thrift store, or then feeling comfortable going into the world of or standalone store to buy stuff, knowing that that brand fits me because I've already answered the question of whether I'm wasting time or not by going down that path, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And I'm just thinking like if I was to go, if I wanted a pair of jeans this week, uh, I would probably go to the Manulife Center and go to Over the Rainbow Jeans. And because they have like a denim wall and it's there's different brands in there and you're like, yeah. great, it's jeans. It's what I want. It's going to be so much easier for me to go to the denim wall and you know get one of the salespeople to help me pick out some jeans than having to go to this, like say I'm in a department, I don't know, department store where it's branded boutiques like Queen Street's Hudson's Bay. You don't have to go to the Sandro boutique. You have to go to the Coupels. You have to go to, you know, you know, all these different shops, the Ralph Lauren shop, Nautica. I mean, I wouldn't shop at those ones, but, you <laughs> but, but, you know, you have to go from brand to brand to brand to brand uh, to pick these things out as opposed to just going to the denim wall and saying, this is great. There's hundreds of pairs of jeans here and I'm going to find something that I want. Exactly. So, I know for myself, I think the denim wall just sounds so much easier than yes. having to, you know, go from brand shop to brand shop to brand shop. But at the same time, if I'm having a day, I don't know if I was, say, in London and went to Selfridges and wanted to make a day out of a shopping trip, um, I wouldn't have as much of an issue going from shop to shop, I don't think. But it really depends how a person is shopping as well. I mean, I know for myself, the Hudson Bay Queen Street men's store it is. It's just too big. It's about 100 to 120,000 square feet. It's got to be the biggest men's presentation in Canada. And it's huge. I mean, there's a lot of stuff there and it is actually broken up quite a bit into uh, categories. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, it's just absolutely massive. I mean, it, it takes yeah. you half a day to actually shop that properly. And uh, mm -hmm. I just don't have that time. <laughs> well, thanks for going through talking about the department store versus the world of our standalone store comparison with me. Um, I appreciate it. It's just super fun to kind of talk about some of these things. And otherwise, I'll chat with you next week, Craig. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take care and bye for now.